0: Hello, lovely ones. Thank you so much for clicking on this creation. Just as I was finishing the edit, I realized that because I had gotten so excited and just did the thing, I completely forgot that there's a chance that you might be clicking on this and reading or listening and have not met me before. So I wanted to do a quick little proper intro for you. Firstly, in this episode, you will hear me figure out what this is going to be called. So since then, I have got a proper name for it. This audio newsletter is going to be known as Boldly and Gently, a choose your own adventure guide for playing with the messy middle. With creative small businesses and full lives, this is for the courageous, ambitious and thoughtful ones who want to create meaningful work take care of themselves and their people. Here we question everything, we build big visions and still make time for naps and trips to the park. And so a little bit about me, I'm Sarah Harney. I'm an entrepreneur, a creative business consultant, a coach and an audio producer. I offer coaching, consulting and publishing services that support small business owners like you probably to create and build with curiosity, courage and self-kindness. I am your creative director, your action partner, and your biggest cheerleader. I offer radical permission to do things your way. I'm your self adventure guide for when you want someone to hold your hand and heart and reignite your spark. I'm also a toddler mum, a writer, a maker, and a proud ADHDer living on the beautiful Ghana country. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of this land that I am so privileged to live, create and play on. This land was never ceded and always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I honour First Nations peoples as the original storytellers and acknowledge any First Nations people that may be listening today. I am so excited to share with you this next iteration of my writing and my work, and I am so glad that you are here. Let's do this boldly and gently. Here we come. Hello, lovely ones. What a treat. I decided that I was going to actually do this and actually record this in audio form about 12 minutes ago because I just reread my essay that I'm going to share with you and my toddler's asleep and I want to talk to you. I've known that I want to talk to you for ages and as a podcast producer and a creative entrepreneur, it can be tricky to start and finish your own things with spontaneity, (laughs) because you know what good looks like. You know what high quality sounds like. And I have a story about what that means sometimes, and that I shouldn't do anything or share something unless it's as good and as polished as I would for a client. But isn't that kind of a crap reason to not talk to you when I really, really want to talk to you? And I'm just going to have to trust that the right people will know, i.e. you, most likely, will know the difference between the quality of work and the passion and drive that I put into my work as a service provider, as a producer, as a creative director, as the head of my own mini production and publishing house, that that is one thing. And then there's me, the person Sarah, the mum, the maker, the writer, the thinker, the creator, and that I'm going to want to create stuff. And I won't always have the time and the budget to match my desire to create. <laughs> so here I am. In fact, to tell you the actual, actual truth, I recorded you something at the start of the year because I knew I wanted to talk to you and I recorded it. In my car, on the way home from visiting my family in central Victoria back to where I live now in southern Adelaide in South Australia, which is actually a great moment to say that I am on the beautiful Ghana lands and honour the traditional custodians of this land as the Ghana people, the original storytellers, the original artists, anywhere from 60 to 100,000 years of documented human culture. That blows my mind. Anyway, we can talk about that more on another day. I recorded you something in the car and it was really fun and really important. And I said a bunch of stuff that I really wanted to say, especially about the coaching industry and online business and all of that good stuff. And I checked the audio. I was just in my headphones in my phone. Obviously, I didn't think ahead about taking recording equipment and it sounded okay. So I went with it and I got home. And a couple of weeks later, I put it in the editing software and it sounded absolutely terrible, unbearably terrible, even for, you know, just do it mentality creation. It was, it was not, it was not okay. <laughs> and so I had a little play and tested if I could tidy it up for you. And I couldn't, even I couldn't. <laughs> so I left it. That's big for me, right? Normally I would obsess over something like that anyway. Obviously, I wanted to talk to you because I did start in January and then life really lifed. And so here we are. I don't know what this is. It certainly will not be consistent. That is not something that I have the capacity or the preference to do. So will there be three recordings in a week and then nothing for a month? Probably. Welcome to the world of Sarah. But the actual real reason that I wanted to talk to you today was because I wanted to read you something that I've written a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, that's right. (laughs) You can tell it's nighttime and my ADHD meds are starting to waver. So forgive me for the (laughs) mix match train of thought. I don't know what I want to call this, these conversations, this audio series, this podcast. Mm-hmm another white business lady with a podcast. (laughs) Just what the world needs. No, I truly believe that we all have a story to tell and that we should express ourselves. So I shouldn't even make that joke, but sometimes it's nice to call out the elephant in the room, right? Oh, the podcast producers making a podcast. Anyway, I don't know what this is. We'll work that out together. And I don't know what to call it, but I was just having a think about it just then because I was about to record this and I had not planned to. And one of the most favorite things I've ever written that summarizes how I view things and how I work and live and think and create was at the front of one of the self-adventure guides that I wrote. And it was for folks who want to burn shit down one day and go gently the next. Here we go boldly and gently together so I reckon it's boldly and gently with Sarah (laughs) choose your own adventure guide let's question and uncover and reimagine so anyway this is what I want to read you I wrote this a couple of weeks ago as a maker a sage they're my sparkotypes look that up if you don't know what it is a teacher, a knowledge collector, an oversharer, an overcarer. I often have these incredible experiences either in person in life or in book, podcast, art form, and my instant desire is to share that learning. When I have profound discoveries that feel life-altering and deeply supportive, I want to somehow like send them to everyone, mostly from a desperate desire to help, but probably a little bit from my unresolved savior tendencies, but also maybe to avoid allowing deep integration for myself. Sometimes it feels like if I don't tell anyone or show anyone or pass it on, did it really happen? If it's not recorded somehow, how will I remember? If it's not public, even to one other human, how will I receive the validation, the reward, the dopamine hit, right? As I've become more aware of this, I try to take a moment and self-talk a little bit. I think, just sit with it, Sarah. You don't need to broadcast or publish everything. You don't need to recount everything profound to all of your people. You can have things that are just yours. If the tree fell in the woods and no one heard it, it still fell. And so I take that on board and I don't write it down. I don't share it. I don't record it for anyone or for myself. But then a little time after, it really does feel lost like a wave of profound discovery that just washes out to sea. So today I have started writing immediately. I have not checked my phone or put on a podcast. I am staying in the profound discovery and letting it settle in my bones and using my desire to share it with others as a secret ploy to embed it for myself, to deepen my memory of it, to sink into it. I, as will be a surprise to no one, I'm a verbal processor and a written communicator. That is how I move through the world most comfortably, most impactful, and most connected to myself, to others, to guidance, and to what's true for me. And so here we are. I don't care anymore if it may seem performative or indulgent. I care about letting things sink in, about profound discoveries becoming profound impact, about allowing things to deepen, to be more visible than I have ever been, mess and magic, all intertwined, humbly human. So today, which is now, of course, two weeks ago, because, you know, business, mum life, we had our first retreat day inside Sammy Fleming's expansion coaching container. And it was so nourishing, supportive, and dare I say, expansive. So as I'm embracing sharing my discoveries, I would absolutely love to share some of the powerful phrases, delicious words and helpful learnings and unlearnings that I took away from our conversations and the stunning facilitation from Victoria Bauman that closed the experience. Unpolished, unstructured and unfilled. Here are some things. Firstly, I am here to translate the human experience. The parts I have access to have witnessed or experienced. Obviously I can never speak for the entire human experience, but I can see, uncover and untangle some of it. And I can see both the big picture and the minute detail in a way that feels very unique to me. I intend on using that in my offerings more and more, leaning into that as my style of teaching and consulting, being of service by simplifying complex themes or giving revised definitions to overuse terms and offering interpretations that encourage others to ponder what their interpretation might be. I am here to tell the truth as best I can, to get quiet and listen and encourage others to do the same, but to also be very loud at other times, to question everything, to make a stand, to get uncomfortable, to create spaces, tools, invitations for us all to unravel and reimagine independently or collectively, to contribute to the dismantling and the rebuilding in both individual and community level ways. Sammy said something like, choose the way you want to orient in relation to the theme of your North Star. And that stuck with me. It fits my adventure metaphors, orienting is like a compass, but your compass is uniquely tuned to you and only you. It reminded me of my first coaching experience and client work with the beautiful Angie Cole of Untaming the Wild. She always had a compass in her logo for that reason. She gifted her clients a candle once called Wandering Home. What a beautiful phrase. And the next point is that you don't have to be high vibe to have meaningful experiences or opportunities. You can redefine what high vibe means to you. Sammy shared her view that we can absolutely be experiencing deep grief, pain or disappointment and still have powerful, impactful, abundant experiences, outcomes and successes. In fact, That is the depths of being human. Being outwardly high vibe, and I'm putting that in in inverted commas, and positive manifestation vibes constantly is a disservice to our true nature and our feelings. It dismisses our actual human experience. I agree and have added it to my personal development slash online business glossary of reimagined terms that I'm writing. Everything is made up, so we can take that as a reminder to choose which parts we engage with, which parts we adjust to our own preferences, and which parts we ignore, if our circumstances allow, obviously. Instead of that leading us to a feeling of hopelessness, we can stay in curiosity and exploration. One of my first ever poems slash chapters was, life is a platter, so choose what you want to have or try and find it all. Another point is that there are three types of discovery, according to me, if it's uh, this deserves its own essay, so I will do that soon. And then next, the breath work with Victoria was beautiful. It was challenging for me at the start because I was still trying to perform what I thought it meant to do it right or to experience some profound out-of-body transcendence instead of just being there in my body and listening to her words and allowing the wriggly thoughts and feelings to come and go. Victoria offered the reflection that our North Star can be a strong felt sense from within, from our bodies, and that maybe our North Star is found in our peace. She used the term inner awareness and then coming back to our outer awareness. And I loved that. I could really visualize that. And lastly, another reminder (laughs) that meditation, mindfulness and breath work do not have to be inaccessible to me just because I cannot quiet my mind or keep my body still, that I can explore the itchy, wrinkly wandering and know that it is all welcome. And it doesn't mean I'm not doing it right. I'm just doing it in a way that is available to me. That once I give up trying to control my mind or body, then peace arrives. That calm presence, a nourishing nervous system reset, which ironically I desperately need as someone with combined type, ADHD, who is always kind of running either on the inside or the outside. And so whilst I can't actively quiet those things, handing over to my version of stillness and groundedness, which means not being very still at all, is how I get to that place. And then I do get to experience a deep, nourishing rest. So that was a real gift. So my main takeaways from this experience were, one. Presence, embodiment, and feeling centered or grounded does not have to mean still and straight and uninterrupted. For me, it never will. So allowing for that will mean I can benefit more deeply. And number two, having personal inner knowing, a coming home, and self-sovereignty, and then listening to or noticing divine guidance, Flash Universe, North Star, Channel Wisdom, etc., do not have to be in competition. I can trust that my knowings, my teachings and instincts are coming from a mix of deep within me and also from connecting to something slash somewhere bigger than me. Both can be true. It can be a gift, an insight, an offering that is both innate and expansive. I've decided after this experience that I can now call it for myself, the deep knowing. And I'll add that to my rebellious, reimagined glossary of terms. That's it. That's what I wanted to share with you. And maybe more importantly, share with myself a written account of this moment. These uncoverings, unlinings and reminders. It feels like version number 8,492 of Sarah has arrived and finally made its way onto the internet. Strap in folks. She's ready to burn some shit down, but also take more naps, obviously. Sending you so much love, adventure, and grace. Sarah. And I've got to be honest with you, reading that back, it's actually thrilling. And that sounds kind of egotistical, but because I don't, I don't know how to describe it because I remember everything and nothing. Like basically anything that you've ever said to me, I remember. Especially remember how it made me feel. Especially if I was embarrassed. But for myself, and my own joy, I don't think I remember the specifics of that, which seems a bit cruel, but I guess that is, you know, the humanness and the neurodivergence, I guess. And so being able to read this and remember that I had these epiphanies, even though it was only a couple of weeks ago, feels very special and very powerful. And also, I'm really proud of the way that my mind processes information and the way that I can write and that hopefully that is the way that I have and will continue to help people and support people and offer you insights and options and invitations to question fucking everything honestly because there is so much of what we are told and what we do that we just kind of do who told you that Who told us this? What else is possible? That's what I want to know, always. And I'm also a massive hypocrite. And don't always recycle every single piece of stuff in my kitchen. I'm sorry. I'm trying. But I I don't. I don't recycle everything. I am fallible. (laughs) I am so glad that we are here. And I'm so grateful that you clicked on this and that you listened to my words. What an honour, honestly. There are so many pieces of content, so many profound, beautifully written things, beautifully recorded podcasts on the internet and today you chose this creation from me, this reflection, this moment, this rambling and honestly, what a fucking honour. I'm so grateful and... I would bloody love to know what you think. Of course, hit me with the validations, the dopamine, and your questions. What do you reckon? Agree, disagree, takeaways, wonderings? What do you want me to talk about next? Where is this going? What are we doing? Who knows? What an adventure. No, but seriously, thank you so much. This is on Substack, so please subscribe share it on the internet. pop it on your Insta, tag me at Sarah Harney underscore, and let's have this conversation. Let's go boldly and gently. I think that's definitely what I'm calling it. Fantastic. How do we sign off? I guess it just stops, right? All right, we're doing that. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on the next one. Who knows when that will be? This is the (laughs) Joyce. All right, take care of yourself. And remember, you are the adventure. Okay, bye.